That was so fun. Are we not live anymore, Greg? We are not. Yeah, live. Brett and I actually drove out together to do the to do the rim. So we did a road trip to uh, Flagstaff and spent the night in Flagstaff and ran with one of his buddies who's a pretty accomplished runner goes, oh, let's go down to Sedona and run. And I'm like, you're like, man, that's a long way down. <laughs> and so we did. So, so, my, so my plan was in the spring, I was going to go drive out there, park in the parking lot, get there like nine at night, sleep in my truck, get up about three, do it, and then come back to my truck and sleep in my truck again and then go home. That's my plan. Good or bad? It's minimalist. Just me and my me and my encrustables. That's it. Well, Danny said if you're enjoying it, you can do it. So I, I would say encrustables and enjoying it. You're kind of check, check. Yeah. So that's my it. plan. Just to get in, sleep in the truck, wake up, do it, go do it, and get back to the truck. Sounds do you have do no win? Like, what month are you going to do it? Well, it'll be this spring. It was going to be this fall, but I ran out of time because I got all these races or other engagements. And I just, yeah, I just, I wanted to do it October 7th, but I just, I got stuff, you know. So I'm going to do it. It will be in the spring with somebody or by myself. It's going to happen in the spring. One person's going so far that I know of, and that's me. I do have a question. When you're doing... You know, okay, you know, if you sign up for a race with a, a group of people, you're like, I'll see you at the finish line. But when you're doing some of these adventures and you're like committed to being with a group, there could be some, well, that person's going too slow. That person's going too fast. Do you guys have, maybe I'll ask Dan because you went with a little bit of a larger group. Do you guys have a plan? Like always have a buddy, carry a walkie, do cell phones work there? Like, was there any of, no, free for all. You live or die here on the trail. <laughs> Well, the nice thing about it was it was out and back. So, uh -huh. you know, you, the people ahead of you, you saw them coming back and they saw you going up. So there was kind of, because it was an out and back, you could sort of check in on each other. Mm -hmm. We got pretty spread out. By the time I got back to the hotel room, Brett had already showered, shaved, had dinner, gone <laughs> to bed, you know, and I came struggling in, straggling in and it was freezing cold. So we, I don't think we had a plan, okay. but it sort of just worked out. Everybody was sort of self-sufficient. Everybody finished. I think there was a total of, there may have been 10 of us um, and everybody finished, but all sort of at different times. And then we met up again the next morning and all went out to breakfast. I think like that's tricky when, when I've been with bigger groups that requires communication about um, expectations and sort of where people are at, but like, I don't know. I guess the last time I did it was actually 2021 and my friend got really sick and um, we made it, but like it was a scene and I wouldn't have wanted to have left her because I would have had no idea where the hell she was at, you know, two in the morning. And I would have, I, I just think it's, if you're with people, it's probably a good idea to know where you are. Yeah, maybe break it up into groups of, of pace, like have a pace buddy that's kind of, you know, that's around your pace and just have, be committed to at least one person. That way nobody's alone. That's probably a good outdoor, you're talking about outdoor wilderness skills. It's probably 
a smart wilderness goes to everyone for themselves is probably not a wilderness uh man well yeah brett you should have gone back out for dan what were you thinking man you get back you get back to the top you start heading back down what were you thinking well hold on here we like we had these conversations at the beginning and we had all the best intentions because we had i believe the year we went there was a couple local folk that went down like a couple weeks before us and it was much hotter than when when we went out and we had heard horror stories of people getting picked up on the north rim and i think mike even um you know uh mentioned you know somebody being dehydrated coming up and just laying and puking in the middle of the trail for hours on end so we did have discussions about partnering but that lasted like all of a mile like once you're on the course and everybody's got adrenaline and you're going down the grand canyon and you're stoked and you're excited and and so we 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 were just spread out from the get-go and then finally you know i think we finally got down to the bridge and all kind of decided that you know trying to stick together just ain't gonna happen today (laughs) yeah we that's true everybody's just doing their own thing at that point yeah, we did regroup at the bridge. But again, like going up the north side, because, you know, I was a couple miles from the north rim when I saw Brett coming down. So, you know, I was aware of like where pretty much everybody else was simply because of the out and back nature. But I mean, you know, Danny's right. It can get it can get dangerous. And, you know, you do want to know where everybody's at. Is there cell service or did people have like spot trackers or yeah. any, no cell service, but you could have a spot on you, right? Do you think it would ping? Yeah. It yeah. did. I, cause, cause I had one of those in reach things. Yeah. Cause I was running a lot up in Tahoe and, and mostly by myself during COVID. Mm-hmm. And so I got one of those in reach things. So Sue knew where I was at and it worked throughout the, all the way up and down. It worked pretty well. I. I had a spot tracker I used during the, when Greg and I used to go to the North Fork a lot and I, both my daughters were listed. And after, after asking them several times, if they got my tracker, they were like, yeah, I never got it, dad. Like what? So I realized no one, no one's actually watching my tracker. So I'm like, you know what? I don't need a tracker. I I had the opposite. (laughs) I got across the North coming down. I got across the bridge and was climbing up and I got a incoming message from Sue, my wife, ah. said, where, where are you at? You seem to be off trail. Are you okay? Because it only pings like every right. 10 minutes. Right. So it doesn't track you, you know. So it's and like then, these weird lines. Right. And so I messaged her back. I was fine. And then I got to the very top and I got another message saying, congratulations. Like as soon as I got to the top, I got this message that said, congratulations. You did a great job. Looks like you you finished, blah, blah, blah. And I sent her back a message. And I can't remember exactly what I said. But then I said, can't wait to get home. I miss you. I love you very much. And then the, the message comes back. That's very nice. But this is Brad. Because I, I had sent the link out to a whole bunch of different people. So they track it. And it was Brad Deluki. So, yeah. It, the track He's like, I love you too, Dan. I love you too, Dan. See you tonight. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Oh, man. So, yes, that's what I'm I'm always, like, worried. I used to only rely on, like, 
well, I have a Coros now, but Garmin would have that you could track through Garmin or whatever, but they're super not reliable. But I think the in spot or the in reach. In reach. Are, yeah, in reach. Yeah. In reach too is even better. Um, it has really good battery life and it's oh yeah, it uses more satellites than the first in reach. So I've found it to be quite reliable. Um, I would definitely take something like that since there really isn't cell service. Just be careful who you message back if it's not. Yeah. Although there's nothing wrong. I I'm learning. You should tell everyone that you love them. That's very true. That's such a good nugget. One thing to keep in mind about the Grand Canyon too, uh, is there's so many people in the Canyon. So um, you know, it's not one of those things where if something goes wrong, that that you could be out there for hours because there's so many people. You know, okay. There's so many people. I mean, uh, Dan, I don't know if you remember this, but down at Phantom Ranch, the deer aren't even afraid. Like the deer, no. like they are right next to you. They're not skittish. They're like, oh, you know. I mean, it's just they're just used to people coming around all the time. Um, so there is there is that that thing that you're not going to be out there hours before somebody can get something to you because it is so well-trafficked. That's true. And most of those people are going to be useless if you need help. (laughs) But maybe they could take a note to the top. (laughs) They can make a note to someone. (laughs) Those people at Phantom Ranch aren't hiking to the top. (laughs) But I, I think the, the I think the big thing is you just have to be prepared and, and not, you know, that's why they call them accidents, I guess, but you just have to be prepared to be self-sufficient. And like yeah. I said, it's not a 50 miler with aid stations. You know, if you're going to, you need to take 50 miles worth of nutrition, you have to figure out how to get 50 miles worth of hydration and you have to take clothing for 50 miles. You can't put a change of shoes or a jacket in your drop bag. So you have to think all of that stuff out in advance and be prepared. Hopefully you can get help, but you have to be prepared to be totally self-sufficient. And you also have to pack out every single little wrapper and item that you bring with you. Oh, what about bathrooms? Um, There's a bathroom at Phantom Ranch and one at Roaring Springs. And at the Cottonwood Campground, there was a bathroom. Which is on the Indian Garden. And then on the South Rim, if you're going at Bright Angel, they're frequent. Um, That's not really an issue, I guess, depending on exactly when you have an urgency. Are bathrooms ever an issue for trail runners? (laughs) The world is our toilet. Yes. Well, on that note, I would love to thank you all for (laughs) joining us tonight. We super appreciate your time. Uh, I'm sure our uh, audience will love to hear these extra stories on our extended uh, coverage uh, for the post show. And uh, hopefully we'll all see you out on one of those three trails we talked about. Have a great night.